Phil Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, the podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I am Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hey, gamers. Hey, gamer. Hey! Hey! You, you know, what are you, you know doing over there? You know, want to hear something funny? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been one week since you were here. Yeah, it's been one week since my uh, excretory system was normal. <laughs> it's been It's been destroyed since then. <laughs> Weird how the weekend where we ate garbage, it was fine. It was it was Hoagie Fest. It was Hoagie Fest 2K18. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks for coming to Pick Up Meetup. Yeah, thanks everyone. Thanks everyone who came out. It was fun, and I liked it. And it was, you know, it was, it was in some ways, it was like the best, like, four days of my life. I had a wonderful time. I, my heart is full. And on the other hand, I was so excited to leave because I knew as soon as I got to the airport, I could start listening to this week's uh, album. Of Selena Gomez, Stars Dance. Stars Dance, the famous debut album of Selena. We uh, gotta keep an eye one... out for her, funny Nicki Minaj. For Selena? Mm-hmm. What song is that from? That w- I don't know, but that's kind of my entire understanding of who Selena Gomez was until this week. My entire um, th- thing of that was, we gotta keep an eye out for Selena, and if you're ready, come and get it. Uh, oh, great. <laughs> and that's conveniently about. this album, so I was surprised to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our first Patreon pick mm-hmm. sent in by Targaryen loyalist and enemy of the show Patrick. And this is this is an earnest, like as earnest as Patrick's love for the the traitor bastard of Rhaegar Targaryen. Seems like there's 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 some valid standing of Selena as well. Selena, Selena, the funny Nicki Minaj. Um. So okay, two things I gotta say up front. Uh-huh. One is we're kind of having some housework done at the moment, uh-huh. <laughs> so I apologize if there's any fucking saws and chainsaws or hammers or whatever going off in the back, but it shouldn't shouldn't be too bad. That's yeah, um, it's Halloween. S- second is this is the first album that neither of us have like experience with. Right, that was kind of what I was thinking about this week. Cause so like in the past, if one of us didn't know something, the other one could, like, jump in with the fact, or, like, uh, ah, this is why this happens, or some deep lore. Uh, I am not caught up on Selena Gomez lore. I know that she's had kind of an on-and-off one with Jay Bieber, Justin. With Jay Biebs, as, yeah. as we call him here. Uh, and in, hey, from me- what I understand, I thought that was, like, sort of a newer relationship, because I'm an old, old man, I guess. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. apparently this album is sort of about how they break up and get back together and stuff. Yeah, and this is from five years ago, <laughs> so... It also made me scared of time, because it said... So it tricked me, because mm-hmm. it says on, like, Wikipedia, it says, like, the 2013 album Stars Dance is the debut album of Selena Gomez, and... I very much felt as if I'd been hearing her for the last 10 years, and then I realized that she was in a band called Selena Gomez in the Scene, which put out okay. music that I didn't recognize. But there was a song called, like, Round and Round, where it's like you... It's about it's about circles. It's a, co- it's a rat cover. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, I was like, oh, wow, 2013. What was she, like, 16? No, she was, like, 21. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. So, like, um, how old is she? She's... 25? She's 26. Okay. Yeah. So she's smack dab in the middle of Fun Point. Mm-hmm. Our demographic. Yeah. Uh, so, just off the bat, what did you think of this one? You know? What did you think of this one? Uh-huh. I didn't hate it. 
I didn't either. I wouldn't I, I go as far it. as to say that it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I didn't like all, like, you know, it was, the parts of it were, like, a little, a little samey, but yeah. there were, like, four discrete songs that have been stuck in my head over the last week. Uh-huh. I, I have my notes open. Uh, I, I hope we don't have to use the, because I've only been listening to this for one week, um, I might have to, like, start a song up and play it low so I kind of remember which song is which. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah. So I hope we don't have to use the backup recording <laughs> because that's just going to be incomprehensible. Yeah. So um the thing about this album is that I feel wholly unprepared to like talk about this facet of human existence if that makes sense. Mhm. Cuz this is an album about kind of going to the club, having a good time. And let me I, get the Selena Gomez genius uh page up. Let me just click clack yeah. here. And I'm not I'm not trying to do the the boring the most the world's most boring critique of like pop music is vapid. It's just a part like it's a thing that I don't haven't ever done. Yeah. Like this is like I would like if my friends ever coaxed me outside to the to the nighttime club, this like I would be in the club bathroom and I would be hearing like tell him that it's my birthday like yeah. like muffled. It's like one of those cool Tumblr I, things. I've only gone to like quote unquote the club once in my life. How was it, was it? It was after I was like I turned eighteen, and my stepsisters who are uh, frequent club attendees uh-huh. were like, "We're gonna take you out," and I was like, "Okay." So I, I, I don't know because I do remember getting a drink. Okay. So for the sake of this episode, I was 21, and we went there, and we were there for like 15 minutes, and then they said, this is lame, let's go somewhere else, we're gonna go to the strip club. Okay. And I said, oh no. But my friend my friend Chris was there, and we were like, well, I guess this is what we're doing now. So we went to the strip club, and it was closed down. Mm. So we said, oh no, well, this night was a disaster, what are we gonna do? And then they were like, let's just go to the diner and get something to eat. And it was me and Chris and one of my stepsisters, who won't be named, I'll tell you why in a second. Okay. And she was like, hey, I have a jointer back here. Okay. Would you And there's, like no, to... there's no legal age for that. There isn't in the state of New Jersey, in, no. like, eight years ago. And she said, we have a jointer. And I said, ooh, don't mind if I do. And then we went to the diner and we sang uh, Mr. Brightside in her car. And then I ate mozzarella sticks. And, so then, and then your stepsister went to uh, our Airbnb and just stashed a mystery volume there. <laughs> yes, yeah, she, she's like, you remember. <laughs> so I guess it turned out, the whole night turned out better than I expected. It sounds like a nice night. But that was because the uh, the club was minimized, in mm-hmm. my experience. Yeah. The so. only club I care about has lettuce and tomato and freshly ground black pepper and, and either bacon. smoked poultry or bacon or lettuce, tomato, and mayonnaise, according to the Wikipedia page for what a club sandwich For a club sandwich. <laughs> Had to look that one up. Yeah. Uh, I just go to a restaurant and they say, can you put chicken on bread? And they say, okay. They say, certainly, and then you yeah. get it. You saw me. That happened at the meetup. You saw me do it. Well, that was Toiki. I got, a, I got a chicken boy. You got, oh, you got chicken. Okay. Yeah. Changing it up. Yeah. Jazz it up. <laughs> That was uh, my favorite. <laughs> I loved Selena Gomez's Cha Cha bonus track. So there, Just okay. Turn so it out. let's let's get into it. The first song is is called "Birthday." And I like says, this one. Um, it's good. It's a good beat. I like the chorus, but I do have to um, shout out one part uh-huh. where it says like it says. Is it I, the I so yummy the, part? It is the part where she goes <laughs> so yummy. 
I could do without the so yummy part. I, so here's the thing. If you're going to ad-lib so yummy on your opening track, you cannot do it once. You have to That's go true. all in on so yummy. Yeah, you got to get Migos in the studio so it's blow your dream so yummy, like every time. <laughs> there, I feel like there were a couple of Migos-style ad-libs on here. There was, so my thing with Not this, on this song, but on this album. Yeah, I feel like if I knew a goddamn motherfucking thing about pop music, I would uh-huh. be able to say like, oh, she's inspired by Rihanna here. But uh-huh. I just don't, and like, in one song it's clear even to me, but I just don't, I don't know anything about it. But um, I like to hear it. So, yeah, there were there were a couple songs, like, I only know a few, like, pop artists, and there were a few songs that the only way I related to it, I was like, oh, this sounds like someone else. Right. So, But not in, like, a bad way. Um, it's, I, I think this song has, like, fake claps in it. Right. And I always hate a fake clap in a song. Like, when it's from a, a keyboard or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I always know the difference between, you gotta go all in on the claps. Well, make it, it real. It, you gotta pay for labor when it's a real clap. Yeah, true. I do like this song. It was one of the only songs that I can relate to because <laughs> to me, it's about when you are not doing so well financially and sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to go to a bunch of fast, casual website restaurants mm-hmm. and just... Tell them that it's your birthday so that you get a free coupon. Every day is your birthday when you go to the Applebee's website and you get a free slider. I do like the, uh, when she says, every night's my birthday. That was the thing. I was like, at first it's like, tell them that it's my birthday. It's, when I party like that, it's my birthday. And then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so this is a good song to listen to when it's like your birthday weekend and you're going out with the crew. Mm-hmm. But then she does say that every night's my birthday and they don't know, so it's okay. So she's... It- I think she's using the famous literature term of metaphor here, and like metaphor, she's not literally yeah. claiming that every night's her she, birthday. She doesn't have 364 fake IDs right. to, to show that it's her birthday and get discounts in the club. Right. <laughs> but she just has a good time, and it's like her birthday. Yeah. Uh, before we go on, uh, I'm looking at like the track listing on Genius, and it says there's 16 songs. Yeah, I was, I did, was wondering about that. I went up because I just listened to the regular version on Spotify, yeah. and I went up to thirteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it real with you, Chief. Uh, I looked at the Wikipedia track list, and I said all the rest of them must be bonus tracks. So I yes. I, I think I've I've listened to all of them once, but I stopped like my deep listen after Love Will Remember. Okay, so I have two more tracks after that. Yeah, so you can that'll be the part where you carry me. Okay, when, when there was one set of footprints on your birthday, uh-huh. it was me carrying you and Selena Gomez, and we yeah. walked very slowly. Um, is that, is that it for this one? Yeah. Uh, okay. So the next song is Slow Down, is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And the way this, this song starts with that, like, I, with this guitar kind yeah, of melody that I feel like was in every song of this era. Yeah. Like, every song's had this guitar in it. That's true. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I thought it was awfully bold of Selena to name a song Slow Down when it's been awfully fast so far. It has it has been fairly quick. It's got a pretty uh, fast BPM on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of like the duality of man. Right. Uh, I do like, it says in the first verse, we have a couple of lines that say, Mr. TSA, I'm ready for inspection. Uh-huh. Which is, uh, when I'm, when I'm at the airport, 
That's not what I look forward that, to. That's when I'm feeling sexy, sexy, sexy. Yes. <laughs> did you? This is just. This isn't necessarily related to Selena Gomez. But do you? Did you hear the funny TSA story that happened as I was leaving Pegot Meetup? I did, but I don't know if our our viewers have. So our 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 pal and our confidant Sam of the Jer- of Jergenet, mm-hmm. um did so i'll step even farther back and funny roy of the show roy brought everybody a funny mood pin which has the funny the face that is it you think it is laughing but it's actually mad Mm -hmm. um everybody got a cool pin of that so then sam decided to wear it through security or just have it in his bag i don't remember but anyways he did very much have to get um first like patted down because he had a pin on him and then he had to go. Um, he had to go get his bag checked, and uh, his his famous podcasting microphone was in there. So the TSA agent was like, "Hey, hey, hey, what podcast do you do? Do you uh-huh. do a podcast?" And he said, "No." And he said, well, he said "Which yes. of my many podcasts should I tell this TSA agent about?" And then ended I would up have just saying, been like, "Oh yeah, it's about Game of Thrones." I was really like, I was I was doing like, like sign language to try to indicate like you can totally lie and say it's a game of thrones podcast you were and directly not, behind him as this was happening yeah and not i do a <laughs> podcast called jerkin it with my little brother where uh-huh. we talk about secret love of the american teenager and also uh, a leftist a podcast, podcast that's not a threat about henry kissinger yeah <laughs> so we got through it so yeah anyways the tsa is not a typically kind of mm-hmm. one that you are excited about an inspection uh, so this, this song, back to, back to it, slow down. Mm-hmm. I feel like my vocabulary is already, like, I don't have enough. Because mm-hmm. it's like, to me, it's like, yes, this is like a dance pop song. Yeah. I mean, th- then there's the other ones that bring, like, other genres into it. Right. What, for these, I'm like, I don't know, it sounds like something you'd hear on the radio. I got really excited because I was just scrolling down the lyrics and I saw the bridge where it's like, in parentheses, breathe me in, breathe me out. The music's got mm-hmm. me going. Breathe me in, breathe me out. And mm-hmm. I was like, and I got really excited because I forgot what podcast we were on. And I was like, oh, cool, we get stuck about breathe in, breathe out. No, that's I love that song. <laughs> breathe in, breathe out. The yeah. music's got me. It's good. Uh-huh. Uh, I do like. I I had to look this one up because I was pretty sure she was saying it's the cataracts. Uh, and is that not is. what she's saying? It is, but apparently the cataracts are uh, like producers. Because that, I didn't okay. know someone was someone was having problems. God, I wish one of us knew a goddamn thing about this. Because that was no. a really weird outro. It's like this, yes. like slow down the song, and then it's just like her being like, "It's the cataracts." Like it's this yeah, disease so, that I have in my eyes. Yeah, I'm raising awareness in my music. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what do we have? Oh yeah, next we have the uh, title track, Stars Dance. Uh, and I gotta say, this one starts with, like, a violin or something. Let me, let me start this up. And... This yeah, it starts a... with, like, it starts with strings, these dramatic strings. But if you listen to it, it kind of sounds like pizza pasta. Okay, could you, let me, let me just dive into Stars Dance real quick. It, it, it starts, like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's super tough. <laughs> it kind of sounds like pizza pasta, put it in a box. yeah. So that was automatically, I was thrown off with that. This one was kind uh, of a grower, I gotta admit. Uh, I do want to say, because then the pizza pasta ends, 
and you get, it's like, oh, I know of the Skrillex man, that this sounds kind of like dubstep. Oh. So I was like, okay, Selena, you hit me with the fat drop. Give me that drop, <laughs> Selena. And Please. she never did. That's, yeah, it's kind of a normal chorus, huh? It's just a regular style. I was waiting for a sick drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like the metaphor for like relationships, you know? Okay. If you're just if you're just waiting for it to to drop, then you're not going to enjoy it, it while it lasts. Yeah, true. Are I, you on I, the genius page? Yes. This is the worst thing to do on a podcast. But can you, okay, so on Stars Dance, do you see the video where it just says what have the artists said about the song on the right side? Yeah. She's making that face. She's making the Selena Gomez face <laughs> that me and Eddie like to post so much, where she's crying and smiling. <laughs> it's just like talk about your title track, Selena, and then it's it's just SelenaTears.jpg. That yeah, but, I but only like one, not like, like the collage of two hundred of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one. You go ahead. Do you know why pop... I mean, this happens in in all music, as far as I know, but do you know what's up with, like, naming an album after the song that isn't necessarily good? Uh, um, maybe it's the most, I guess, evocative title. Yeah, and, because, like, I, I like the, the, I can make the stars dance. Like, that's fun. I like that. Yeah. It's, it gets stuck uh-huh. in my head. Because I, when I heard Stars Dance, I didn't necessarily know what that yeah. meant. If it was called but, Come and Get It, the album, you would be like, okay, I know exactly what I'm getting into. Nah, nah, yeah. nah. If it was called Birthday, you'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's my, it's every day's favorite. But I want to lick the icing off, you would think. Ah. Uh, oh, she, she, and it, it does say here, uh, nothing's forever because we are just Stardust. And it's good for her to shout out Cody Rhodes. Uh, she loves Cody Rhodes and she's going to All In. <laughs> Just had to get that reference. Oh, by the way, on the air, because I know when people talk about wrestling, how how you feel about um, CM Punk finally being problematic? Listen, the, we received <laughs> unconfirmed reports for the first time that CM Punk might have done something problematic uh, by suing his best friend for... No, his best friend is suing him for oh, being an he, asshole. Oh, yeah, he refused to do the thing that he said in terms of paying, and Colt Cabana is, like, not... He doesn't have all the money like CM Punk does. All in. But remember the time when CM Punk had a live journal and he made up a story about intimidating a cop by making him read his knuckle tattoos that what say drug-free on them? Uh, no! <laughs> it's a story about him getting pulled over and the, the cops are, like, giving him trouble and they're like, I think I smell drugs in this car. And so the thing you gotta know about CM Punk is that he doesn't do drugs. He's drug-free. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he goes up to one of the cops and, like, he calls him, like, Officer Dipshit and, like, Officer Asshole and, like, Officer Small Dick. And, like, it's really uh-huh. good and funny. And then he just mm-hmm. goes up to him and shows him his knuckles and says, what do my knuckles say? And then he's like, at that at that point, the officer was, like, shaking in his boots and he was scared because he didn't realize how tall I am. <laughs> and I that officer's name was Albert Einstein. Yeah. It's it's definitely, he posted it on Tumblr. It was good. So Selena is not problematic because she's a Cody Rhodes fan instead of a CM Punk fan. Well, I, <laughs> so I was going to say Selena's not problematic, but wait till we get to the next song. Yeah. It- <laughs> So this is so, what so the first tra- the first three tracks I was kind of like, all right, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. I like electro pop and EDM and the other things that Wikipedia told me this album was about. Uh huh. And you can just keep this one. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can just keep it. So like the song itself is fine. Mm-hmm. It's when you start to dig into thinking about it that you get problems because the next song is like a champion, mm-hmm. and it is a dancehall track. Uh, and dancehall is a style of like Jamaican music you know uh which is which fine isn't, 
the sort of ethnicity that Selena Gomez has. Well, it's like, okay, like, no doubt did dancehall shit right. for a little bit, right? But Gwen Stefani, as far as I remember, didn't put on a fake patois. <laughs> Is right. the problem. Yeah, that was kind of the challenging thing about this track with me. Yeah. And it gets deeper because I looked the song up and I said, this is weird. And a, a, apparently a sample on this song is from known dancehall artist Buju Bantan, uh-huh. who is the most problematic man to ever exist. Okay, didn't know that. We will not talk about... He has a song that is extremely bad. Okay. And we won't talk about it on air. If you want, I'll tell you about it after. Sure. Because I don't feel comfortable yeah, talking that's, about Yeah, let's it. keep it light and fun. So that's kind of well, the uh, credit for the... the racist Selena Gomez song. So, uh... I, but it, I don't think it's like bad intention that just seems kind of like not fully thought through no it's like i i like this kind of music i'm gonna do it yeah and if you want to go rump up a pum like i like to hear it yeah you don't really need to do the voice likes the nutcracker yeah (laughs) big also also uh credited for the sample on this yeah i was gonna i was gonna you know for the folks at home i was gonna do my my facade of what the song sounds like but i don't want to do that yeah i definitely don't want to do that uh, Drake has been known to do this from time to time. Uh-huh. But for some reason, I guess you could just do this and get away with it, huh? Yeah, well, it's her it's her debut album. She's new to music. Yeah, true. She didn't, she never did music before this, so. Mm-hmm. So she gets, she gets a pass. Right. I mean, like, the song's fine it de- if you wanted to make Rihanna comparisons. It like, sure did kind of sound like she was doing a bad impression of Rihanna, even though I've never really listened to Rihanna. Yeah. I mean, me too, just like the stuff on the radio. Yeah. But. So the song's okay, it's just, when you think about it, kind of, hey, kind of like the show of Game of Thrones. When you, you think about it. it, it gets better. Yeah, and you think about it, you love to... You love to listen to it. You, you love, love to, to do watch, research. And, you love to watch an aunt and a nephew go into a cave romantically, and then you hear Jurassic Park, and you say, nice. You say, nice, like a champion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you realize? <laughs> um, this is also, I think it's where... So the thing that I I don't care for as much with the Selena Gomez songs is when she mm-hmm. gets into the the na na hey hey's and doot doos. Mm-hmm. Um, and also there's a it's kind of a really stutter heavy album. I was going to bring that up. There's a lot of that. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm sure that's like a genre thing with electro pop. Uh-huh. I imagine, and like it is it is catchy a lot of the time. It kind of gets you pumped up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, speaking of both of those things, oh, the next song. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about, um... About, about our problematic fave, Selena Gomez? Yeah. No, I think that's it. Uh, so, th- yeah, the next song is the famous song of Come and Get It. And it is, everything I looked up, it's like, this is inspired by Bollywood. And I'm like, oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, but it's, she, it's her first time, she gets two passes. At but least she it. didn't do a, she didn't do a voice on this one. It's just kind of like the drums at the start. Yeah. And also the music video, sort of. Oh, I didn't watch it. Um, but I, I, yeah. But it's pretty good. It's good. It's the song I know. Yeah, I, li- uh, I like it. Now, it, I, when you do go on Wikipedia, it does, like, the biggest section is, like, all of the other, like, women pop artists who have pointed out how not feminist the song is. Okay, yeah. So that's it's... that's something worth noting. Hey, also, first I, album. I like the way the chorus sounds. Yeah, I like when she says na 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 na. It good sounds to me. like I have this fake memory in my head where this song was like the theme to SummerSlam one year. <laughs> and I think it's just because they did like Cool for the Summer Demi Lovato one year. 
But I yeah. have a really profoundly false memory of like you see the match card where it's like Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose. When you ready, come and get it. Nah, 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 nah. That's a good. I had to look when it I up. think of when I think of Brock Lesnar. The first thing I think is uh, Selena Gomez. So. Listen, between uh, 2013 and now, both Selena Gomez and Brock Lesnar have the same number of good wrestling matches. True. Now there's a take for you. Yeah. Because his, <laughs> his last good match was against uh, uh, Philip Jack Brooks of CM Punk uh, in SummerSlam uh-huh. 2013. I like when he killed John Cena in real life. The, damn it, that's true. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He actually, have that. Yeah, 2014 was well. the last. Sorry, Selena, you're down one. Yes. <laughs> But they have the same number of title defensives, though. So. That's true. Hey, wrestling. Um, if they, one thing I do want to say about this, the "Come and Get It" song is the intro started, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know it sounded like this." Mm-hmm. But then it does the thing I like, where there's a big like, poof, drum hit before the words start. Yeah, and I'm always I always like to hear that in a song. I do like when the drum is loud. The loud drum. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's come and get it. You know what it is. Yeah, you know. <laughs> listen, you... I didn't know this was by Selena Gomez until I saw it. Oh, me neither. Like now, that's how I know I'm officially old because I'll see it'll be I'll see like a thing and it's like music fest by you, and then the headliner will be like, I don't know, some guy with just a regular name. He's it's just like Johnny Stevens, and I'm like, who the fuck is uh-huh. that? And then I look him up, and it's like, oh, he's the guy who sings this song that I know on the radio. I love to hear a name like Sean Mendez, and then I'm like, who yeah. is that? And then everybody's exactly. like, oh, he's the most like best selling artist of all time. You fucking like old man, and it's yeah, like I think to me. I think he performed at my college for some festival, and I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, of course, someone named Sean Mendez would come to this college, and yeah. then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, he's actually very famous. <laughs> I do. Before we move on, I did just see um, Selena Gomez's like uh, statement on "Come and Get It," and mm-hmm. it's pretty good because it does sound like a David Benioff inside the episode where it doesn't say a goddamn thing. I think I saw that too, and my eyes just like glazed over it's just it like, because it's, it was it's so. Like, Tell nothing. me about like Brienne's choice in this mm-hmm. episode, and then it says, "Then Selena Gomez says, I just remember recording it and being in the studio and just thinking of how the place I was in and what I was going through, and I was just so excited about it, and I wanted it to be the first single." This is gonna be the year for realizing things. Yeah, it turns out. Tell me about uh, the cold open of season seven, where Arya's Walder Frey. I just remember recording it and being in the in the set and thinking about the place that it, she was in and thinking about her acting, and I was so excited about it, and I wanted it to be the first scene. I, I liked it. It was good to me. It was good. So we did it. Um, the next song is "Forget Forever," is what it's called, and. For this one, like, when it started, I immediately thought, I was like, oh, this is, like, a movie trailer song. Yeah. Like, I could see, like, like, op- like opening shot, and it's, like, over a, you know, a small town. And then this song is playing. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, like, like a teen like, romance. Cara Delevingne is, like, running away from, like, Nat Wolf in tears, you know? Yeah. It's like, damn. Uh, is, and is it just me? Are there fucking Christmas bells in this song? It's kind of, it's kind of a Christmas one. It's, uh... It's a strange choice. We're getting all the genres here. I do like when Genius uh, makes fun of me by, like, I open up Forget Forever and it says, a track very obviously about the end of her relationship with Justin Bieber. It's like, all obviously. right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, as the famous relationship that we were following closely when this when happened. When I was in community college, I was like, I gotta get more of this. I need I need this now. Um, okay. 
I kind I of. Mean, hey, you know what? They should. You know what? They should, they should call the song "Forget Sometimes" because I do forget about it mostly. Yeah, it's pretty. This is one of the ones that I kind of hand waved, and I was like, "Okay." And maybe I'm full of shit because there's not a lot of like this the stuttering on this one, and maybe that's why it's not. I, that's what get. That's what gets. If it was like. You came and br- 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 broke the perfect girl. Maybe that would be more memorable. I just wanted a dubstep breakdown. Like, I just wanted the beat to drop at some point. Maybe she's saving it for the bonus tracks. Yeah, which, there if I there's a lot of versions of this album. I just listened to the regular one once again. So sorry if there's, like, a, a track a listener likes and we don't talk about it, but... We should, we should, next, we'll, we'll sort that out for the next time if there's different yeah. versions of an album. We're, we're listen, still getting this down. We're just like Selena Gomez. It's her first time. We're, it's her first time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one is called Save the Day. And I think I remember liking this one. Let me. No, my note for this one is just Billy Madison. Oh, why is that? Because this is where I was really like, okay, with the stuttering. And it made oh. the, 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 the whole post-chorus just like, did it, did it, did it, day, did it, did it, did it, day, you know that one? Yeah. And it reminds me of the Billy Madison scene, which, the famous one, which you can just tell him what happens in that scene, right? Uh, I could, but I think you would do a better job I of think it. that maybe I'd like to hear about your, your memories of Billy Madison. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real with you, Chief. <laughs> Unless it's Medulla Oblongata, That's I have no idea. boy! I know. <laughs> I've never seen Billy Madison. Ah, uh, it's uh, you let me sleep All in the your way house through. for never an seen entire it. day, and you didn't even tell me about that. Well, because you put fucking Meet the Parents on, and we had to watch that. Kim put that on. Kim put that on. I would never go into somebody's house and ever touch the remote. Are you kidding? Oh, true. Yeah. Okay. Also, shout out for Sippy Got House for just like putting on Meet the Fockers. All right, so we'll we'll get that next meetup. So anyways, uh, there's a funny part in Billy Madison where... Well, funny is sort of the operative word. So it's not... Mm-hmm. So it's funny to you when you're four and you watch it. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe a theme of Adam Sandler movies. But Adam Sandler's in third grade. And, he, I mean, he's an adult, but he's in third grade. That's kind of the whole premise of the movie. And um, he has a crush on the teacher, Veronica Vaughn, and Chris Farley. He talks about her butt in one scene. And um, there's a little kid who is trying to learn how to read. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there, there was a boy who, 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 and he's, you know, he's like stuttering a little bit. And then uh, Adam Sandler, Billy Madison, he goes, today, Junior, and did it, did it, yeah, yeah, and then then nobody in the class laughs, and then Veronica Vaughn takes Billy Madison out by the ear and says, "Don't make fun of a child." And also, I'm in love with you now, and that's the movie. Oh, it's good. And, I mean, there's some stuff that happens intermittently, but they do very much end up together, and that's kind of how they meet. Oh, perfect. But, it, yeah. So, like, it just, just like, a regular me, relationship. Yeah, I like this movie, because... I like this song, because it reminded me of Billy Madison. Uh, the next song is called... <laughs> what? It's like, yeah, thanks, Brooks, you covered it all. It's about Billy Madison. It. The next song is called Beat, but it's B-E-A-T, like a like an acronym. But it's not, though. Like, it's not any... Then She never tells you what the acronym stands for. It's pretty much just about a beat. Um, this it song, you for... know that song that was, uh, like a G6? That's kind of, it's kind of a Kesha on this one, isn't it? That's kind of how I thought of this one as. Yeah, it felt like a Kesha to me. Yeah. Uh... I, someone, like, I liked this one, though. This one's good. This is a this fucking one, banger. I had, it has about eight words in it, but, uh-huh. like, but like, so does Bicycle Song, you know? Yeah, true. 
so about the beat in my face. Not the phrasing I would use. Yeah, it's kind of a sex sex one of it. The who uh whoever wrote this uh genius page description is extremely horny for Selena Gomez. Yeah. Uh he, <laughs> I'll take over on this one, because you just had your big Billy Madison moment. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Please, this talk, one says, about, talk about when she raps. Yes, it says, yes, this is the one where Selena raps. She does not really rap on the song. Mm-hmm. Then it says, it's a seductive, and I guess supposed to say club-oriented hip-hop track that oozes sweat and sex, and Selena's voice drips with raw sensuality. Selena raps a bit the part where she a loud says, pounding oh my beat God, in the club. beat is crack. yeah. Uh, I did, that did catch me a bit off guard. <laughs> That's my favorite big pun line. Yeah. <laughs> well, big pun would probably make a song about him fucking the beat. Yeah. So yummy! <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just like a, it's just like a pounding beat the whole time, and I like to hear it, but there's not really that much to, it's just about a sick beat. Yeah, she... Oh, it's also kind of about um, One for All, if you think about it. Okay. So, in My Hero Academia, the quirk of One for All, um, which is the All Might's quirk, um, it's a big, bad world, so, like, there's mm-hmm. there's villains in this world now, mm-hmm. but I'm not ashamed. I say people with a smile, All Might. Mm-hmm. I like the lights in my hand, if you think about it, that's how... Remember when he activates One for All? He, he, yeah. He grabs yeah. the light in his hand. Mm-hmm. And the beat in the face is when All Might punches someone. And that's when You Say Run starts playing, and that's the yeah. good beat in his, in and his face. S- and Selena gives them a Hollywood smash. Uh-huh. <laughs> which, is, which is all of her hits. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, so, then, and then Ochako says, oh my god, this beat is crack. This beat is crack. And, and Ida doesn't like it. He says we're not allowed to say things like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, want to move on to the next one? Mm-hmm. This one is called Write Your Name, and this is pretty much what I thought Selena Gomez would be. Like, before I listened to it, I was like, oh, this is how I think all her songs will sound. Yeah, because it's kind of like a, a, a kind of a sweet one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it does, it's the stuttering again, but it's a different kind of stuttering at the start, where it's like, eh, 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 like, eh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. God, uh, I kinda, I'm looking at the lyrics, I kind of don't remember this one. <laughs> I remember it being okay, like, as I listened to it, but it's kind of strange in the subject matter. I keep telling, I keep, I go into my brain and I say, brain, run, write your name dot exe, and my mm-hmm. brain's like, this is the best I can do. I got a blank space, baby, and I'll write yeah, your name, and I'm like, no, name. that's not the one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then, it's strange, because this is kind of, like, upbeat Kind of like soft at the start. Oh, it's the one that's like take my arm. Yeah, that yeah, one. Okay. But it does say hurt so good, love and pain. Well, that's just have, kinda... you ever, have you ever written on yourself? Probably. You know, like when you're in middle school and it's like, uh, Eddie, give me your hand, and then like you write like I write like pen fifteen on your hand, and it's yeah. like it's love because it's friendship and we're bonding, but also pain yeah. because it's embarrassing and it spells because it's embarrassing and and people will make fun of me now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what this song's as, about. Um, it's at this point in the album, not to, I don't want to be rude, but I was kind of like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I think this this is the point where, like, I was, I was kind of like, 
Selena, you got to give me that drop. I need something new. So, Selena, I need that sick drop. <laughs> like this is pretty front loaded with the the bangers, and then I think it just goes on a bit. Yeah, it's got it's got graduation disease without kind of any different. I gotta uh, it's, say it's though, pretty, I, it's, I, I really like the next song. Oh yeah, let's just you want to just go to that one? This yeah, because this, this song's is pretty song, forgettable. Okay, so if I was if I was a big Selena, uh, Celine, Selenator, and mm-hmm. I uh, and I and I was looking for a Slap City pick, I would pick mm-hmm. Undercover. Undercover's good to me. I liked it. I like um, the... I've, I've never known what a musical instrument was or a computer or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I like the the one thing that goes, ooh, you know, like, and it's like a computer, it's like... Bah, wah, wah, I think wah. it's just her voice through some, like, thing. But it's good, and I like to hear it. It's good. It's good. And that's um, it's kind it, of like a drop, because it's like, you don't need no other lover, we can keep it undercover... That, I was gonna say specifically that line has a very good like cellar door quality. Yeah, and that it just sounds good to hear it. And it's also like there's there's not the there's not the the stuttering. There's not the the there's not so much repetition in this. Mm. Mm. It's kind of like go off. She does also say you're a sexy machine. You're a Hollywood dream. So kind of a Springsteen homage. Yeah, <laughs> when I rip my sexy machine through the swamps of Jersey. Come on, Justin, get into my sexy machine. Did hop on, strap your legs across my engines, Justin. <laughs> maybe, yeah, and maybe th- Justin and Selena were the rat and the other one whose name I forget. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, it was good to, when that happened in I the did other like it. in the other episode. Um. I mean, this one's just like, it's a good beat. I like to hear oh, it. Oh, Selena is the barefoot girl. The barefoot girl. I know who's Dodge, yeah. yeah. That's why I couldn't remember her name, because she doesn't have one. Yeah. <laughs> I really, um, Undercovers, I would probably put it at, at the top three on this album, for sure. Yeah, it, it's definitely in the, uh, the top tier. Mm-hmm. Produ- hey, oh, this one's also produced by the Cataracts. Oh, it's so the things. Cataracts. Yeah. I was wondering, because they didn't end the song by saying who produced it. Saying it's the Cataracts. I like when so. a song has credits. Yeah, in the song. Yeah. Um, yeah, you want to move on to the next one? Yeah. I mean, it's good. I like this so one. So this is the one that I thought was the, the finale. Uh-huh. But there's kind of like eight different versions of this album out there. So, yeah, because I'm I'm just listening to the one that it just says Stars Dance, no subtitle or anything on Spotify. And Genius says there's a spoken intro. Yeah, I, yeah I'm looking at that now. I don't remember that. I do not, because I just started the song up to to get, like, a kind of refresher on it. And, and it's, it's not there. It's apparently a saved voicemail from Justin Bieber, which fucking, that's a, that's pretty savage. That's good. It's a little weird to me. It's kind, I personally it's kind of a lot. Oh, yeah, so the early versions of this song featured a saved voicemail from Justin himself, but this is the Rap Genius's words, not mine. Mm-hmm. But the final album version cut this out because Cell's BFF Taylor Swift told her it might not be the best idea. Right. So, there's that. Um, what do I have here in my notes? Yeah, I thought, I, I think I was, um, so I do note that this is a very repetitive song. Mm-hmm. She says love will remember a lot. And because it's, maybe this is just my, like, preconceptions of what I thought pop music was. There's no, like, ballad on this one. Yeah. There's no, like, sl- and I thought this would be that. Yeah. It's, we still it's do get, the like. the closest we get. Yeah. But we still do get kind of, like, a dance beat on mm-hmm. it. And I, so, you know, if you fucking put a gun to my temple and you said, 
when did Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez start dating? I would be like, I don't know, buddy, 2015? And then, like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I, I honestly, I, like, I cannot believe that they were already on and off in 2013. Genius just told me it's, uh, they started dating in 2010. So that was a whole eight years ago. Oofa doofa. So that's kind of a Kim and Eddie status. Yeah, and I, they just, they recently, I think, got back together, I think? I don't know, isn't Justin Bieber dating some other famous person? Oh, daughter? yeah, probably, I don't know. God, I mm-hmm. wish I had Patrick's phone number. <laughs> Patrick, let's, get, let's call up Patrick, get him online for the Selena Gomez Anytime lore. I need, like, somebody to tell me about what kind of bug is in my room, or when, any, like, Selena Gomez history, I know who to call. We have a big, huge spider caught between, like, our back outside door and like the inside door you know you hate to see it and it kind of just set up shop there and it has a big web and it was there and yesterday we spent like an hour and a half debating what to do with it and my first thought was i wish god i wish patrick was here yeah so he could tell me they could tell me about this disgusting creature (laughs) but also i was like that's it i'm just gonna open the door and i'm gonna smash it and we're gonna get rid of this thing Mm -hmm. and as soon as i opened the door it jumped to the top of the door and then i closed it very (laughs) quick and squeaked (laughs) And you're Hodor so, now. It's good. I'm Hodor now. I closed the door on the spider. Uh-huh. I do. So that's... <laughs> so that's, that's what I get song. out of this song. Yeah. And if you think about it, though... Okay, so earlier, she, she talks about forget forever. But then if but you now think love about will it, remember. love will remember. And it's kind of, it's kind of like it's, you know... The the club is, it's it's like fleeting and it's, you know, it's... you. It's it's good in the moment, but it's not lasting. You forget forever. But if it's true love, it will remember. If you remember think about forever, it, yeah, there you go. If you th- when I think about it, that's what I think. And believe it or not, that was from my brain and not like a Selena Gomez interview. So there you go. So is this where you kind of cut off? This is kind of where I cut off. I I listen to Nobody Does It Like You and Music Feels Better, um, which is a very funny name of a song. Um, <laughs> a couple times. Is there anything you want to want to hit? So I do want to mention nobody does it like you is it's a pretty horny one. I'm looking um, at I'm looking at the pre-chorus one where it's talking about that this toxic twisted rush. You're a sexy kind of swag. Yeah. So this one I'll just I'll just kind of read this. This is how the song starts. You're my bad boy fairy tale, Prince Charming with the dark side. I want to be your bad girl. You bring out my wild side. There's one kind of- gajillion percent chance that somebody's made an AMV of Jamie and Cersei to that song. Well, when she says bad girl, I was thinking of the funny phrase of another bad thing. The famous Game of Thrones bad girl, good girl. Yes. Uh-huh. That we like to say. That we like to but say. But this, this, this podcast is PG-13, so we're not going to say it on this Your one. eyes, your lips, your touch, that toxic, twisted... Rush. Downstairs. Your sexy kind of swag, the best I ever had. So kind of just horny on this one. Mm-hmm. But she does start singing about Halo in verse 2, which I like. Yeah, it's kind my of, rebel it with kind the of be a song about Master Chief if you want it to be. Okay, so this, you're my bad this boy one fairy about... tale, my rebel with a halo. You hit me so like a hurricane. So nobody does it like you is in reference to how you celebrate Energy Sword Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking uh, at it, and it all kind of could be like Master Chief. Okay. And who's the, is it Cortana? Is that the bad girl who follows him around? Yeah, she, she's, she, Cortana's on the track. She's the one going, hey, like, in the background. She's, she's the Navi. Yeah. And isn't there, is there a storyline in Halo where, like, she becomes, she gets, like, hacked and becomes evil or something? I think so. I've never played a Halo Well, game. that's when she's, in the outro, she's like, I want to be a bad girl. You bring up my wild side. 
Yeah, that's Cort- when Cortana goes rogue. And then and Cortana says, it's the cataracts. I, I apologize to everyone who's ever played Halo, because I have no idea what I'm saying right now. So It's good. Um, and there's one more song on this, which I remember being pretty good, even though it has the bad title of Music Feels Better. This song... Okay, so I was literally... I was I realized, like, an hour before recording that you would probably listen to more songs than me, so I did, like, try to listen to these at least once. And I mm-hmm. did laugh out loud at a of, of thing in the first verse... Uh-huh. Because it, it's it's again it's kind of a, it's a sexy one. She did mm-hmm. another sexy one, uh-huh. but it sounds like she's just kind of like describing what the five senses are. All I need is love. That's what you give. I'm taking it tonight. All, all I need the is touch. touch. Thing is, all I need is touch. That's what I feel. It's like yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That's what it is. That is how it works. But it's kind of, this it's, song I mean, should have been like eight minutes long, and there's five verses, and each one is just like all when I, I see you with my eyes. All I need is is olfactory. That's what I smell. Olfactory. <laughs> I, and then <laughs> on the special deluxe edition, she gets into the umami. Flavor, yeah, she's like actually which, uh, hunger and balance are other senses, but we only yeah. think there's five. We only think there's five, but you, you don't forget the big you, mm-hmm. umami. Um. I guess as, like, a closer, it's fine. I mean, this Genius page says there's, like, six more songs, depending on which edition you have, and we don't have those. But I do see here, it says Assistant Engineer Joseph Pringle. (laughs) (laughs) And I like that name a lot. I do like Joseph Pringle. I like to see that. No cataracts here, but Joseph Pringle did get a credit. I would love to end, like, tell him that it's my birthday, it's Joseph Pringle. (laughs) Yeah. Joseph Pringle on the beat. Like Joseph Pringle. I now I do see I I'm not gonna listen to it, but mm-hmm. I do see that track sixteen is called Sad Serenade, so maybe that's where the ballad is. That yeah, that might be it. I don't even have it here right now, so I can't cue it up. Uh this song does this remind was also me of a- mixed by Rob Ghost. Okay. <laughs> Just kind of some cool names. Uh, this song reminds me very much of another song, but I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Is it Make You Feel might... Better by Red Hot Chili Peppers Stadium Arcadium? You know, it might be. Nice. What were you thinking? But that just might be me being like, pop music is the same. Uh-huh. So, uh, there's that. That's all the tracks. I hope we talked about them in a way that wasn't terrible, but... There's the one we... song that's like, music that sounds better with you. Isn't that a song? I have no idea, dude. Music sounds better with you. Yeah, it's a song called By Stardust. Well, there you go. Cody Rhodes, he's everywhere. All in, baby. Okay. All in. And uh, Okay, so... so I thought it was kind of a new song, and it was released in 1998, but that's fine. Mm. Okay, 1998 was 55 years ago, so... Mm-hmm. So, overall, what are your uh, kind of... Your final verdict on this album? I... My my big hang up with it is that I, I, I can imagine like you're 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 a young you're a young person you're in you're in college you're you're pre gaming for the club this is the kind yeah. of album that you put on this is what you would definitely put on but I'm yeah. just like when am I gonna listen to it I'm not yet and to me like I guess as like a mainstream kind of pop album. The reason I'd never listen to those is because, like, I feel like the songs, will, a lot of them will probably be the same. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt on this one. Like, there's a few bangers that I might, like, listen to every now and then. Mm-hmm. Like, all but, I think it's, if, if I were Joseph Pringle, I would have said, ended it undercover, because that's, ooh, that's, mm-hmm. that you're gonna, they're gonna remember that one. Don't even mm-hmm. worry about talking about how level will remember you. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, I could have done without uh, forget forever and write your name, and I think it would might have been a little tighter. But honestly, it's pretty good. <laughs> I like so yeah, it. I, uh, undercover uh, birthday's good. I, I very much the next time I'm like I'm in the passenger seat with all of my friends in our in a big friend van, which I often mm. do, and it's like, all right, Brooks, give us some bops. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll I'll probably dive into beat or birthday. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't do Come and Get It, because then it's just like, oh, Brooks, are you on, like, a radio hit playlist? That's not cool. But I'll be yeah, like, you oh, have to, don't you worry. You have to get one of her, her It's a big, bad world, but I ain't ashamed. Yeah. So it's, it's okay. I don't know that I would listen to the whole album again, but there are a few songs. Yeah, I don't know that I'm... I'm not waiting with bated breath for the new Selena album. Uh-huh. But... But that's just me. I hope that she's she's happy in her, her relationship, whatever that status is. No, there's no way of knowing. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like the song Birthday. Yeah, it's good to me. Uh, so, first, first of all, now we get, now we get into the back end of our catalog here. First, I gotta mention, uh, the Patreon. Yeah, that we did forget about until just now. Patreon.com slash Thrones, where you can donate to us, and we like to, to, for you to do that, because it helps us. Um, at $5 a month, you'll be able to suggest your own album for us to listen to. And it's randomly picked. It's not like you sent it in eighth, so yours will be eighth. So just keep an eye out for that. Um, Much and, like Selena, am I right? Yeah. And if oh, no one ever takes advantage of this, but you can send in a message for us to read, mm-hmm. and we'll do that for you. And at $10, you get all that plus special user status in the Discord. Um, so there's that. And it's why Got Meetup happened last weekend. Yeah, thanks so, so much. That was fun. Thank you so much to the patrons for making it happen. Uh, how do we, do we do questions first, and then I think we've historically done Slap City first, but, like, whatever, it's episode three. Alright, so you want to do Slap City first? Sure. Okay, who went first last week? Fuck if I know, dude. Alright, uh, I'm just gonna... I think it's, I think it's, I think it's you go first this week, because I'm thinking about the Slap City playlist, and I believe Big Pun is the last one. Is the last one, so I go first. Yeah. Okay. So, this is a Patreon week, which for me, in my choosing schedule means it's wild card baby it's anything i want to do uh so i was thinking about putting like a couple club bangers on but i went into a completely different direction and picked Mm -hmm. something that like we'll never talk about on the show right it's an it's by uh it's by a japanese band called toe okay and it's like they're an instrumental kind of like i don't know what it is like post rock or math rock or whatever but they have, like, these kind of clean, twinkly guitars, and the drummer is real fucking good. Okay. And today I picked, they have a song called C, and that's just the title of it. It's good to me, and I like to hear it. Toe is my, like, you know how people do, like, uh, lo-fi hip-hop beats to study and relax to? Uh-huh. Toe is kind of my version of that that okay. I listen to. Uh, and the album that this comes off of has a very good name. It's called The Book About My Idol Plot on a Vague Anxiety. I like this band or person. Is, it's good. It, it's a group. They're playing in Philadelphia next month, so I might go to see that, because I don't think they tour America very often. <laughs> you should. So that'll be... I might do that. So, C by Toe, and I'll put that on the playlist right now. They're named after Ishii. Yeah, they looked at him and they said, that's what we want to be. It is funny that, like, part of his name is Toe. 
That yeah. didn't really hit me until now. Tomohiro, yeah. Tomohiro, Ishii. Yeah. So what you got for me? So, um, I, this was a tough week, because I wanted to hit something that's similar to Selena Gomez, but I don't think I listened mm-hmm. to that much. And, mm-hmm. like, th- my my boring runner-up was just, like, Cut to the Feeling, you know, but I didn't want to be that uh-huh. boring. And also, well, Cut to the Feeling isn't on Emotion, right? Right. Yeah, it, it's just, okay. like, it's just the single. Yeah. Um, so, Carly, I, you gotta water us. I thought about maybe going, like, uh, stunting on him a little bit and pulling, like, a Miranda Cosgrove song. <laughs> like kissing you by Miranda Cosgrove, but then I okay. looked at the um at the uh the Slap City playlist, and it just wasn't a good fit. Yeah, for to have it between Mastodon and Big Pun. <laughs> so I also picked a Japanese rock song. Okay. Um, and because I did it because I was thinking about all the songs that I've liked in my life, and I thought of one that had it, that sounded like it had a computer in it, like Selena <laughs> Gomez. Okay. So I don't know anything about this band other than I discovered it on MySpace Tom's MySpace page back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I would go to it and listen to it. And I know that we have some some friends and listeners who like this band. And I'm sorry that I'm probably doing the plebeian choice. Mm-hmm. But also, I had to do it to them. So it's the band Poly6, I think is how you say it. And the song okay. is Electric Surf and Go-Go. Okay, and it's just it's a really it's a really like I'm, I'm looking at this this band on Spotify right now, and I like their look. It's kind of sounds like a Splatoon song, like it's it's kind of all over the place, and it's good. And there's one part of the song that sounds like a Scooby Doo chase. Okay, so I'll like it then. Yeah, it's good. It's it's it sounds exactly like Electric Surf and Go Go. Okay. You know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly like that would sound. And it was just like, I I remember one day in 2007, I went to MySpace Tom's page and I had my speakers on and I said, I like this. And then I would go back to it every day for like a month. So I do kind of like our kind uh, our mental drift here. We're both going for Japanese bands. That's just... It was it also hard like for me to not just put like a fucking My Hero opening Academia. on there. Yeah. I mean, I saw you post on Twitter that you're, you're Rock the World or whatever... It's rock. Okay, I, can I just real quick? I I do want to hear what you have to say, but I did just find out that Rock the Universe and Night of Joy are both Christian music festivals in Orlando, and I knew uh-huh. about because like Rock the Universe is Universal Studios and Night of Joy is um is is Disney, but I did find out about another one. Okay, what's this one called? It's called Praise Wave, and it's okay. Sea World. <laughs> okay. So just kind of not problematic at all here. <laughs> it's because the waves are in the ocean. If there's one thing whales love, it's the Christian God. They do. They like it. And anyways, so what What were you thinking about Rock the Universe? Do you want to go? Next month? Oh, uh, no. I, I, oh, is it next month? <laughs> yeah. It's it's always at the second week in September, so it's always kind of over September 11th, which is weird. Okay, well, I, but, I, I'll have to I'll have to wait for that next month's P Got Money to come in. And right, I'll, and maybe, hopefully you'll be able to. And then I'll kind of embezzle that and just use it for mm-hmm. me to go see a Christian ska festival. Yeah. Oh, I was I was buying eight new mics instead of yeah. flying first no, class to I go see Jars of Play. You haven't dipped into, like, songs of that yet. And I just want to let you know, go for it. It's our list. We can do whatever we want. That's that's the thing is like you know I'm a you know I'm 
uh, we create the world by through our communication, and we can make whatever we say is Slap City is Slap City. I said Rosalita's going on here, and that song is seven minutes long. That so. was the that was I saw Rosalita, and I was because I you know in my head I was like thinking of like the cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a player in Mastodon, and like Rosalita mm-hmm. is also good. It's just a different kind of slap. It's like if we had the kind of four quadrant spectrum, they would be on opposite sides, but both on the slap yeah. spectrum. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think we're gonna get. I think Slap City is gonna be a little bit conceptual in the future. Hmm. So I, I have I have some picks queued up, but I'm waiting for the kind of the right time to. Yeah. The only thing I'm sort of yeah. like. I'm I'm keeping as a rule to myself is that it's got to be like it's got to have a certain beats per minute. Like I don't want I don't want to put a ballot on there quite yet, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah, well we'll see. We'll we'll work around and But see I do like I have so many songs that are like, "Oh, this song's so good about depression. Oh, I yeah. love this song." But like I'm not going to fucking put like fucking Earl Sweatshirt on Slap City. <laughs> hey, no one's stopping you. That's true. We'll see. I might put a Tyler the Creator on there. The yeah. Flower Boy album was good, so yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, hey, you know questions. what I? You know what I call him? What? Tyler the Creator of Bad Music. Nice dude. I don't necessarily <laughs> believe that, but I told my friends that in high school to make them mad. I I didn't uh, like his stuff up until that album because it's not like edgy. You didn't like you liked it when he was eating the cockroach in the music video. I didn't like a what fucking walking paradox triceratops. <laughs> Not that era. Sa- Godzilla Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's get into questions. Yeah. If you have a question you can send us an ask at Tumblr and and our Gmail which I believe are both funpointcast. Mm-hmm. Uh this one first one comes in from Leaf Crunch. And Friend this of the says, show and then P got meetup attendee. Uh hey Thanks for bringing that up. It says, I'm not sure when you're recording next, but I just want to thank you on air for the good special weekend of Pigot Meetup. It genuinely was one of the best experiences of my life, and you made that possible by being very nice. Nice. I've been sitting on this since I left, so I hope it hasn't been said, but it's always funny in Philadelphia. <laughs> well, thanks from me. Thanks, Lee French. Thanks, Leaf Crunch. N- n- neither of us have said that. Yeah. So. I am pleased to report also that um, that Leaf Crunch has officially tried um, the, the the food of Sour Sketty and they liked it. So Good. I- I'm very happy to report. It is not with a heavy heart that I tell you. Yeah. It is It is also not just like a can of sour beans or whatever the fuck. It, it is a, a, a sour string candy. It's like Haribo. It's good. It's Haribo. Uh, next one comes in from Cosmimer on Tumblr. This one says, listening to Selena Gomez this last week put me in the mood to, for the first time in years, go out to the club and go dancing. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun and helped me cope with my FOMO for the weekend, so thank you, Patrick. My question is, do you get the same urges when you listen to Selena? Do you enjoy dancing? Is the club <laughs> life for you? No. No. <laughs> Next question. No, we brought this up at the beginning, but um, do you know that kind of meme of that like alien dancing that's going around? Yeah, where it's like, oh, what the fuck, is this real? Kim says I dance like that alien. So I, I kind of never want to do that again. Yeah, I kind of have a similar thing where, like, I can only dance ironically because when I try, people think that I'm still doing a funny joke. Yeah. There is um, a friend of the show, uh, Luna, did say that, or sorry, friend of the show, Sarah, said that um, I move around like a mid-2000s Flash character <laughs> <laughs> at Pigot Meetup. And okay. You know... I don't always, I don't always like the way that, that people, like, experience, experience me in real life, but that one kind of tracks. 
Okay, and I'm the fucking alien that dances. Yeah. So if you ever meet us, just keep that in mind. Um, Maxi Bajillion here asked, "Hey lads, first uh, long time listener, first time caller. I'm really surprised that I enjoyed this album as much as I did, since I hated pretty much all modern pop music once I got to college." Patrick, don't let anyone tell you that you have bad takes. Well, it's our, it's our show, so <laughs> we'll say it. Uh, also, here's a question. Are there any genres of music that you used to hate but started to once you found the right gateway? So Christian ska is uh-huh. a controversial... I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. Um, I, this is kind of a weird thing, especially now, but in a way, Kanye West? Yeah. Because I listened to College Dropout when it came out, and then it doesn't hold up as well anymore. The workout plan song is bad. I like but, the part where you go alpha step. I like that one. Yeah. And I remember listening to that, and I was like, wow, this guy's a pretty good rapper. But then he, like, kind of became Kanye West. Uh-huh. And I didn't listen to him for a while, because I'm like, Kanye West is stupid. Yeah. But then I listened to my beautiful Dark Days of Fantasy. I'm like, oh, shit, he's actually good. Yeah, I like to hear And now one. he's bad again. Mm-hmm. So kind of an yeah. up and down ride with Mr. West. On yeah, it was one. a fun couple years. Uh-huh. Uh, I was... Uh, I was... I'm trying to think, I just, like, generally, like, all of my my friends growing up were very either into, like, indie pop, like, fucking, fucking, uh, MGMT kind of shit, uh-huh. or, like, hardcore music, and, mm-hmm. like, I, uh, still don't like hardcore music, but I, I kind of like shitty indie pop now, so... yeah. I'm sorry for being in high school and saying, ah, the last good song that came out was uh, Wanted Dead or Alive, Bon Jovi. <laughs> uh, the next one's kind of related. This one comes in from Tumblr user Posto, who asked, Selena Gomez was what a lot of people my age were into in middle school, but I didn't listen to because I was trying very hard to not be like other girls. Is there any music your peers were enjoying at some point that you wrote off entirely because you were trying to maintain an image? Well, yeah. I don't have an image, so... Right. But I was kind of very much anything that was on the radio was like, this is beneath me. I listen to brain music like Led Zeppelin, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> so, I was born in the wrong era. I wish I wish I was in the 70s and smoked weed, you know? Yeah. Like I, in my Slap City deliberations every week... I do, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm like, I'm like the, the, the bad cop, and I'm shining a light at my brain, and I'm like, give me a good song, and then the, my brain says, saying sorry by Hawthorne Heights, and I'm like, no, not again, we're not gonna put that one on the playlist. <laughs> not and, this time. <laughs> because that was like a, like my friends, my skater friends were very into like saying Hawthorne Heights. goodbye, and that makes song, me feel like saying sorry. And like, I even use it as like an ironic, like I did like a, I did like a fucking video where I pretended to skateboard as like a funny Tumblr joke back in the day. Uh-huh. It's a fucking good song though. Like it's pretty good. It's a. It sounds like you know. It's it's got it's got front bottoms disease a little bit in terms of the voice, but like it's so good. I've, I was thinking about putting "Thank You for the Venom" by My Chemical Romance on, but I don't know if we'll ever talk about that album. So right. And you know, if you I, want to talk about the album that bad, we could just do it. We could just do it. We could. Yeah, nothing's real. It's it's, it's in my pocket, mm-hmm. but I still want to get out my like big influences. Yeah. Before before we get into like. I don't know, this week we're talking about Yellow Card. Like, Yeah. I'm fucking excited so. about uh, my next pick. But we'll get to that next time. I am too. And uh, speaking of, we're about to tell you what it is. Yeah. So, I picked the next album, which we'll talk about next week. Selena uh, Gomez's second album. Second album. Uh, this is where Bruce Springsteen, you know, big artist. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows him. We're going to get obscure this time. Uh, and this 
album. It's the third. This the description for this album is just nothing, because it says it's the third full length album from this band, a punk band from Brooklyn, which is kind of like saying, yeah, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is an anime. <laughs> like yeah, but that's not really it. That's not what makes it special. Mm-hmm. So I. Remember I told you we were going to do this, but I don't know if you remember, and you said you never heard of the band before. Is it is it the Gaslight Anthem? It's not the Gaslight Anthem. Is uh, So let me, I'll hit you with another, this is from the, the page of the actual band. It says, this band from Brooklyn, New York, st- their style merges punk, soul, klezmer, and jazz. Never heard that word before. Klezmer, it's like, uh, it's like Jewish music, pretty much. Okay. So. It's sort of uh, a punk band from Brooklyn. Well, it's collective is membership. It, is it the Beastie Boys before they were rappers? It's not. Because they used and to it, be a hardcore band. It also it. says its collective membership features horns, piano, and guitar, and has a membership of about 40 players, only whom about 7 to 10 active members perform at a time. Now, it's not the world is a beautiful place and I'm no longer afraid to die, because I would have known that by You now. got one of those words is in there, in the title. Is it the? Of the, day. the? It is the? The world. The water dove. They're, no. The name is The World. No, The World is in the name. It's a long name. Uh, the World, uh, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I'll give it to you now. The band is called The World Inferno Friendship Society. Yeah, it sure, sure as fuck never heard that one, except for that one other time you mentioned it. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, one of the genres they're list- the two genres, that- okay, so it says here on Wikipedia, punk rock, punk cabaret, and circus punk. Now, circus punk I like already. Which, if you told me punk cabaret, I'd be like, I will never listen to that in my life. But if you say circus punk to me... I'm all in. I'm already listening. I've already listened to it, and I like it. So next week, we are going to talk about uh, the World Inferno Friendship Society's album called Red-Eyed Soul. And it's very good. Are These Uh, these people are on Spotify, yeah? Yes, all the albums are on Spotify. Okay. Yeah, and am I uh, am I a, am I an old man or is this this is a pretty underground band? They're very they're not popular like at all. They're not on. But you wouldn't catch these folks on the radio. They were popular every. So we'll talk about it more next uh, next week. But they have basically like they do tours and stuff and they play like small clubs. But they basically have one huge show a year okay. where they get like a rent out a big place and it's on Halloween, of course. Uh huh. And uh, the reason I'm picking this band now is because, you know how people say, like, punk rock saved my life and mm-hmm. stuff like that? Which isn't totally true for me, but, yeah. you know, whatever. You do you. Uh, listening to this band, ba- like, the fact that I listened listen to this band directly caused, like, a bu- Kim smiling in the background. Like, a butterfly effect scenario that directly led to me meeting Kim. Oh, was this the, the <gasps> concert? Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll talk about so, that more next week. We'll talk but... about the story next week. The the lore behind this album. Yeah, but... Eddie and Kim deep lore. Deep lore. I do but also it's... see that it seems like they like to sing about books, which you they... seem to like so, as an Englishman. So two things they really like are books, um, like old-timey actors, and anarchy. Okay. So you're going to get a lot of that on this, on this album. That's uh, So, yeah. It's I don't I think it's under an hour the whole album so like there's it. a lot of bangers on it and as like I think by the time you finish the first song you'll know if you like this band or not okay. so yeah I'm gonna so try to and I think I will I think you'll like it there's horns 
Well, there you go. So, so there, it's Ska. I'll just, I'll imagine that they're, like, right next to the Minions ride playing the songs at Universal Studios, and then I'll be like, ah, yes. And then, and then you'll really like it. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Next week we are talking about the World Inferno Friendship Society's Red-Eyed Soul, and I hope you like it. And that's this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. Congratulations uh, on your one good taste. Remember, uh, at $5 or more a month, you can email us with the topic, the subject, uh, Patreon album pick or something like that, and you'll be put in the queue. Mm-hmm. And we'll do this again in, what, three weeks? Sure. Something like that. Uh, I'm Squiz Pillion on everything. I'm Brooks has a so. noun on Twitter and... Uh... Something else on Tumblr. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, so we so we have two we have our sign offs official. Oh, that is true. Crowned at P got meetup. I do. We want to totally get rid of. Give me some reggae. I, you know, I think it can be as the spirit moves us. We'll just see how we feel. But uh, so give me some reggae. Yeah, we'll just and, hey, uh, give me some reggae. And uh, as o- as always, semper funny. As always, semper funny. Thank you, Roy. Thank you, Roy. Bye. Bye.